All praises to the Most High, brothers and sisters, ye children of Israel. I'm your host, the Apostle Reuben, with a short message for you. If you are enjoying these podcasts, they are enjoying and um, different places. Like I know I'm here in the United States. There are people that's in Brazil, the United Kingdom, and Germany that are also listening to these podcasts and are um, tuning in to a podcast that is chapter and verse based. We teach nothing without chapter and verse. And brothers and sisters, when we teach the Bible, we want to make sure that we teach it in detail for your understanding and also hopefully for your enjoyment as well. As it says in the book of Proverbs, chapter 14 and verse 13, even in laughter, the heart is sorrowful and the end of that mirth is heaviness. See, brothers and sisters, a smile with the Bible means nothing without reading the scriptures. You may see a lot of happy preachers, smiling preachers. But behind the smile, the Bible says, is sorrow. And behind their mirth, which is laughter, is much heaviness. The reason why, brothers and sisters, is because when you look at the Bible, what you don't understand is the return of Christ is not going to be good for all nations. All nations are not going to experience the joy of Christ's return. So in order to keep that from happening, Christianity or Sunday church was given as an illusion of worshiping God. If you look at Isaiah 42, 13, look, what's, look what the uh, uh, Isaiah writes through the Holy Ghost. It says, the Lord shall go forth as a mighty man. He shall stir up jealousy like a man of war. He shall cry, yea, roar, he shall prevail against his enemies. And brothers and sisters, believe me, this is not talking about spirits. The enemies of God are men. Watch this, Psalms 119. We're going to come back to um, Isaiah uh, 42 and read verse 14. But I want to show you something. Psalms 119 verse 126 says, it is time for thee, O Lord, to work, for they have made void thy law. For they are men. Men have made void the law. Not spirits. Men have made void the law. Isaiah 42 verse 14 says, I have long time holding my peace. I have been still and refrained myself. Now I will cry like a travailing woman, and I will destroy and devour at once. Remember, James chapter 4, verse 12 says, there is one lawgiver that is able to save and destroy. My question is, brothers and sisters, why don't they teach this in the first day of the week, church? How come every Sunday this gets skipped over? We have 66 books according to them. I believe that there's 80 books, the Apocrypha included, which was in the original King James Virgin, and I do have the Apocrypha, but 
for their standard because they think that the apocrypha is not canon, which is a lie. As much scripture as they can take away from you to keep you from understanding, which is to keep you asleep, they're going to take away. Remember, I also I one of my favorite scriptures I like to read was Romans 118. It says, For the wrath, for the wrath, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men. If you look at 1 John 5, 17, John writes, for all unrighteousness is sin. So unrighteousness means sin. It is the opposite of righteousness. Of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Who hold the truth is who don't teach you the complete book. So when you look at Isaiah 42, verse 14, 13, 14, and as I read verse 15, when the Bible says, this is what the Lord's going to do. I will make waste mountains, hills, dry up their herbs. I will make the rivers, islands, and I will dry up the pools. Christ, when he is sent back to this earth, is going to mountains compares to nations, hills, smaller nations. Christ is going to turn over the earth. When, 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 when you look at scripture like Isaiah, let's go, let's Isaiah had the Holy Ghost according to Paul in Acts 28, 25. When you look at um Isaiah 24, verse 20, when it says, The earth shall reel to and fro like a drunkard, and shall be removed like a cottage. And the transgression thereof shall be heavy upon it, and it shall fall and not rise again. Brothers and sisters, Christ is going to come and institute a government on this earth. And what do you think is going to happen when he does? The governments of the world, as a matter of fact, the people that run this world are going to fall by the edge of the sword. We already read that in um, Jeremiah 25, 31 through 33, where it talks about there's going to be dead people from one end of the earth to the other. In order to keep the return of Christ from happening, brothers and sisters, they had to create an illusion. A white Christ instead of a black Christ. Christ is of Negroid origin. Daniel 10, verse 5 and 6. Revelations 1, verse 14 and 15. Revelations 2, 18. And Revelations chapter 4, verse 2 and 3. God has always been copper colored with her of wool, like it says in Daniel 7 and 9. But they have created another Christ which Paul warned us about in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 4. If any man come, teacheth another Jesus. And see, this is what we've, we, we, um, we got that warning from Paul, but, you know, we are just now beginning to see. And right along with this other Christ, 
comes another gospel, as Paul mentions in Galatians 1, 8, and 9. And brothers and sisters, many of the 12 tribes of Israel are caught in this illusion. And it is our job to wake them out of it by giving them chapter and verse and subjects for the ear. Remember, they've created this foul understanding of grace, and Jude says something about it. That's why I like the Bible. Jude said something about it. Jude said in Jude verse 4 that there are certain men crept in on the words who were before of old ordained to this condemnation. These men are not going to change. They're ordained to be condemned. Ungodly men, which is unlawful men, ungodly, you'll know ungodly because you look at 1 Peter 4.18, it uses the same term ungodly. Even if you drop to verse 15 of Jude, we know ungodly are sinners, transgressors of the law. So transgressors of the law, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness, and denying the only Lord God uh, and our Lord Jesus Christ. How do you deny God? How does this happen? How do you deny the Lord? Let's get to the book of Joshua. It's amazing, brothers and sisters, that Joshua, in the book of Joshua, you'll see this. Joshua chapter 24, verse 27 says, And Joshua said unto all the people, Behold, this stone shall be a witness unto us, for it has heard all the words of the Lord which he spake unto us. It shall be therefore a witness unto you, lest ye deny your God. See, brothers and sisters, that law, denying the law, denying the word of God, is how you deny God. And they turn the grace of God into lasciviousness. That means to evil. They're telling you, you're not the law, but under grace, but God still has a judgment, a lake of fire, a punishment. Who, who gets the grace? <laughs> you know, brothers and sisters, who gets it? I mean, there is a punishment. Remember, Christ said that there's going to be many that enter into the lake. Remember we read, brothers and sisters, Remember what we read out of Malachi 4 and 1. I want to go back there and I'm going to show you because, brothers and sisters, this is why I do it. I do not want our people in this scene. I don't want our people in this scene. Malachi 4 and 1 says, Behold, the day cometh that shall burn like an oven, and all the proud, yea, all of them that do wickedly, shall be stubble in the day that cometh shall burn them up, saith the Lord of hosts. It shall, that it shall leave them neither root nor branch. I'm going to read that again. It says, Behold, the day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and all the proud, yea, all them that do wickedly. Brothers and sisters, Proud and wickedly are attributes. Psalms 119 verse 85 talks about the proud have dig 
pits for me, which are not after thy law. Psalms 119, verse 21. I mean, and brothers and sisters, the Bible tells you what the proud are, who they are. It says, Psalms 119, verse 21, that thou hast rebuked the proud that are cursed, which do err from thy commandments. So we know that the proud don't keep the law. Wicked don't keep the law. They're going to be killed. But somehow these preachers and these one scripture willies begin to teach people that you're not under law, but under grace. Wait a minute. But the Bible says that the wicked and the proud are going to be destroyed. That's why when you look at James chapter four, I'm going to show you something, brothers. So that's why when you look at James chapter four, you got to realize something. It's more scriptures than one. They always like to go to Galatians five and four. You have fallen from grace. They don't want, they don't want to go to Hebrews 12, 15 to understand that falling from grace is in evil and, and bitterness, which are attributes of people who don't keep the law. But I want to go to the book of James chapter four, verse six. James chapter four, verse six says, but he giveth more grace. Wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, the same proud that were in Malachi 4 and 1, but giveth grace to the humble. See, God give grace to the humble. First Peter 5 and 5 says this. First Peter 5 and 5 says, Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves. Am I in the right one? Yes. Unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject to one another to be clothed with humility for God resisteth the proud and giveth grace to the humble. You know where they got this from? Let's get the book of Proverbs chapter three. Watch this. This is where they got it from. People think that these apostles just talked out the top of their head. No, they can't go against the Bible. Like I can't go against the Bible. Proverbs chapter three, verse 34 says, surely he scorneth the scorners, but giveth grace to the lowly. What are the lowly? When you read Proverbs 16, it's going to tell you what the lowly are. It says, Proverbs 16, 19 says, better is it to be of a humble spirit with the lowly than to divide the spoil with the proud. See, that's what's going on, brothers and sisters. The proud are dividing the spoils. The preachers do not believe in God at all. They have this scene, this persona, but they don't believe in God at all. They don't care about God at all. That's why the Bible says in Isaiah 56, verse 11 and 12, Yea, they are greedy dogs, which can never have enough. And they are shepherds that cannot understand. They all look to their own way, every one for his gain from his quarter. Verse 12 says, Come ye, say they, I will fetch wine, and we will fill ourselves with strong drink. And tomorrow shall be as this day and much more abundant. See, when the cash from the tithes start rolling in, the preachers see it. 
So church becomes more of a business than a life-saving organism. And we have ungodly sinners trying to teach us about grace. As we have ungodly sinners trying to teach us about clean meats. Isn't that amazing, brothers and sisters? Just like when we read in the book. And you know, preachers don't respond to why we're sick. We're sick, brothers and sisters. We have cancer. We have heart conditions. We have uh, we have um, sexual transmitted diseases. We have tumors. All manner of sickness and disease. But when you ask, when your pastor is confronted with it, he tells you to pray to God. Well, why would you why would you even want to acknowledge God without wanting to acknowledge this? When you look at Deuteronomy 28, verse 58 says, If thou wilt observe to do all the words of this law that are written in this book, that thou mayest fear the glorious and fearful name, the Lord thy God, then the Lord will make thy plagues wonderful. If we don't observe in verse 58, if we will not observe to keep the law, then the Lord will make thy plagues wonderful and the plagues of thy seed, even great plagues of long continuance and sore sickness and of long continuance. Verse 60. Moreover, he will bring upon all the all the diseases of Egypt, which are which thou was afraid of, and they shall cleave unto thee. Now, this is a spiritual Egypt we're in. And best believe, brothers and sisters, the reason why diseases exist is because of lawlessness. No matter how many commercials they put up about we're going to defeat this. We're going to conquer that. It's nothing but illusion. The only one that can fix the sickness and diseases is the Lord. The churches don't talk about this. See, brothers and sisters, your churches don't talk about this. They want to paint a God to you that's only love, but not hate. They want to paint to you a savior and not a destroyer. These are tactics that are used by man, which I've been calling the devil all along. And just look, brothers and sisters, who rule the world. The people that rule the world are the devil. Some people call them Caucasians. Some people call them the false, bogus Jews. Whatever they call their first mission is to deceive who? I'm going to read you one more chapter and verse out of Revelation. Pay attention, brothers and sisters. Pay attention to this because I'm going to do a podcast on this next. Revelation chapter 16 and verse 14 it says for they are the spirits of devils working miracles which go forth unto the kings of the earth 
watch this, and of the whole world to gather them to the battle of the great day of God Almighty. See, brothers and sisters, the kings of the earth and the whole world are two different perspectives. The whole world is the 12 tribes. And if you've noticed, these races have begun to blend together and are talking more about the outer space, these little uh, things that are going on, which Christ told us about, there will be signs in the heavens and they're gathering together every single race they can to the battle of the great day. Remember in Joel 3 and 9 and 10 on down. The battle is not angels against God. The battle is man against God. Man actually thinks he's going to fight God in the return of Christ. And he's trying to gather the world to help him. That's the 12 tribes. And he's doing it through all sorts of illusion and the book and money, cell phones, everything he can use to plague the mind from the words of this book. Even preachers in three-piece suits are designed as the false prophet to deceive the people. Brothers and sisters, brothers and sisters if it's not in chapter and verse, question it. I seriously suggest you question it. If I don't have chapter and verse, I'm not going to teach it. I'm not going to put you through illusion. I, on the other hand, teach you for free and want you to be saved also. And with that, brothers and sisters, keep peace and pursue it.